Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer in New York City. I'm sitting here at the bright red desk, and the British lady gave me a little trouble signing in. <laughs> I made it. I'm here. I made it. I'm here. Uh, welcome to uh, the Weekly Weather. This is the Weekly Weather for the week of July 18th, 2021. A lot of stuff going on in the sky this week. Uh, pretty turbulent energy, frankly. And our job is to, as we work with this energy, to understand as it shifts and changes, we're beginning all these new, exciting chapters. So when we look at the sky, this week we're going to be, today we're working with a Scorpio moon, which is a very passionate moon. And then as we go further into the week, it's going to turn into a Sagittarius moon, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then um, actually Monday afternoon, Monday evening, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's Sag, and then it goes into a Capricorn moon, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then it goes into an Aquarius moon, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday. So we're working with the community energy, Sagittarius, the vision, the process, the idea, Capricorn, the structure, how we're going to work with it, Aquarius, the vision of what's possible and what we're trying to create as a community. So it's an interesting moon, uh, moon chapters this week. We also have Eris, the goddess of discord, stationing to go retrograde. <laughs> now, we've been watching Eris for a while, and we know when that old girl stops that she does bring things to light. We kind of look and go, wow, what happened? What's going on? Now, we feel her a few days in advance. We feel her... Um, her turning energy as she shifts. And so when we watch that Eris station, she stations on the 20th. So we know we're feeling her, and then she goes retrograde as of the 22nd. So with the idea of Eris stopping, it does bring old uh, emotions, old irritations, old ideas, old cranky bits (laughs) to light. Um, She is forming what we call a T-square, with the sun and Pluto. Um, she and Pluto are going to have the fourth of five squares this this August, and then they're going to have the fifth of five in October. So when she had the square with Pluto last January, a year ago, was the Trump impeachment trial and the Kobe Bryant um, helicopter crash. And then when she had the second square, was the Bolton book coming out and Ghislaine Maxwell getting arrested for sex trafficking. And then when she had the third square, back in the impeachment, they said, don't elect. If you don't like him, don't elect him. So the third square was when we didn't elect him back. And also there was a pretty, I'm drawing a blank on the name. I want to say Gabriel, but that may be incorrect. There was a pretty big Canadian guy picked up for sex trafficking. And now we have whatever's going to happen in August, and then we have October. So our job is to kind of know that as Eris stops, when I was a kid, there was this thing that they had, um, and it was an old routine, old vaudeville routine. Slowly I turn, step by step, inch by inch. So I always think of when Eris stops, slowly I turn. So she's been going forward, and she is now stopping, and she's going back. And it's kind of like when you were a little kid. Like when I was a little kid growing up, we lived in a three-bedroom, you know, four-bedroom house. We all lived, the kids were upstairs. Well, my parents were upstairs, too. And um, they would have a party, right? And, of course, you know, when parents are having a party and you're not invited, you're pretty noisy up there. 
stomp, 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 stop, fight, yell, slam the doors. <laughs> and my mother would come to the bottom of the stairs and go, if you kids don't stop it, I'm coming up there. Stomp, 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 yell, 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 fight, 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 stomp, stomp, stomp. If you kid, I'm telling you, I'm going to come up there if you don't stop it. And then, then she would come up. <laughs> That's the energy this week. Mom's coming up the stairs, and she's not happy with whatever's been going on while she's been trying to have a party downstairs, right? So Eris is doing that. Remember, she was the one that didn't get invited to the party. So when she didn't get invited to the party, she threw the apple in, which caused a whole kerfluffle. It was for the most beautiful goddess. Three of them fought for it. Paris couldn't get them to agree to divide it. One of them wanted to win it. So Eris always brings up the hubris for us. It brings up that, no, I want it. And, it, you know, she's really associated with envy. So we're going to see some burst of envy in the collective. But she also is taking, she's doing this as Sun opposes Saturn, or, I'm sorry, Sun opposes Pluto, and Eris forms the square. So we have this energy of intensity and passion that she's kind of going to be pumping up. Now, she gets fed it a little bit when the moon goes in fire and Sag, right? And then when the moon gets to Capricorn and gets to Pluto, emotionally Pluto weighs in. And normally he's pretty quiet. He doesn't normally chat with us. He just kind of listens. And then, and, then she <laughs> and then she gets to Aquarius where she's a little imperious. The moon gets to Aquarius, a little imperious, a little detached, a little, little bit of a know-it-all. We love Aquarius moons, but, you know, they, are, they do actually know it all. It's just sometimes when they tell you, you're kind of like, hey, what do you think you are, know-it-all? And they're like, I am, I know a lot. <laughs> you know? So, so we have this energy. Then the other thing we have going on is Mars forming a finger of God. Now, last week, Venus formed a finger of God with Neptune and Pluto. And in forming that finger of God, it kind of triggered a whole new direction or a whole new, I think I want to go do this. I think this is interesting to me. This is kind of intriguing. So she had the finger of God last week. This week, Mars has it. There's a big difference between Venus and Mars. Venus is, you know, like, I have this great idea. I think we should do this. Mars is like, we're going to do this. And I'm the king. And so there's a different, you know, flirty Venus and Leo flirting and laughing and getting y'all into it. And then Mars is like, no, this is what we're doing. So there's an interesting energy with Mars going through and forming this finger of God as Eris stations. Because he's then going to try Eris. So she's going to help. He and her are working together. So that's kind of like, I don't want to say an unholy alliance, but it's an alliance. It's kind of like the friend of my, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. It's like that kind of energy. So we do want to watch for that kind of, you know, that story where, like, I thought you were my enemy. Now you're my friend all of a sudden. And um, when we see that, we kind of go, oh, okay, got it, got it. That's how that's going to work? Okay, that helps. So there's an interesting energy of um, understanding with it. But there's also an interesting energy of, well, that's an interesting alliance. What's that about? So as the sun moves out of its trine to Neptune and out of its opposition to Pluto, the sun is going to go into Leo this week. And he's going to go into Leo 
on uh, the 22nd at 10.26 a.m., which makes us be in the fixed sign of the summer. Sun loves to be in Leo. It's his ruler. He rules Leo. He's the king. So he's going to be much happier. Enough with these mood changes that I've had for the last month while the moon's been in Capricorn or in Cancer. And every time the moon changes, I get a new mood. But the sun going into Leo is, a, is kind of his happy place. The other thing that happens this week is Venus has been in Leo, and she's going into Virgo. And she's going into Virgo around 8.37 p.m. on Wednesday night. So she's going to be in Virgo when the sun is in Leo. She's part of the sun's chart. She's not in Leo anymore. She's shifted into Virgo, and she's going to say to the sun, let me let me take care of you. Let me take care of you. So I have a client who's a pretty famous um pretty famous guy and he's got a lot of leo and he once said to me he said you know i really love virgos they just take such good care of you and i laughed and i said yeah you know we do take good care of the people we love um because we do we're good at that so venus is going into virgo which is the sign of caretaking and taking good care of people. And, you know, it's, it is a sign of Cinderella, too. We have to give it give it its propers. When she goes into Virgo, she gets a little Cinderella-like and kind of goes, all right, now I have to take care of everybody. It's like, well, yeah, you know, you're good at that, though. She's like, hey, I know. But she only has 30, you know, 20-some-odd days. She doesn't have to do it forever. But she's going to make the plan. She's going to make the plan. She's going to make the list of what needs to happen kind of going forward. And when the sun goes into Leo... We, he goes, oh, okay. And then right after he goes into Leo, the sun has a full moon. So the sun and the moon are full at a very young degree, like one degree of, uh, Aquarius, of Leo Aquarius. And that takes us back to the new moon that took place in January of 2020 and takes us back to the opening square when the sun was in Scorpio last October of 2020 and now we're at the October um, 19th 20th of right at at the beginning October 21st or so right as the sun was at that first bit of Scorpio and now the moon's going to be in Aquarius full moon and then we have the closing square next spring when the sun's in Taurus at the end of April so this is going to give us this full moon is going to give us an opportunity to look back at that what was going on in February. You know, those of you who paid attention, that was when COVID happened. Um, Were you paying attention back then? (laughs) That new moon in Aquarius where the whole world changes, right, through airborne things. So we're going to watch as this full moon unfolds how it deploys in the world, what it says to us, what it invites us to do. And as this is all going down, Uranus is steadily creeping into the world point at 15 Taurus. So we always watch those, I always watch those world points like a hawk, because when they activate, there is a big world event. So we want to know that with the Mars on the finger of God and uh, Eris squaring Pluto and Saturn, Eris stationing and squaring them, this can be a big hoo-ha in the world. It can be a big hoo-ha in your life, too, but it is not unexpected. This is all part of the underlying changes that we've been making or are making to get us ready for this next chapter in our lives and how it unfolds. So we're going to work with this energy and kind of go, okay, what what's coming up? How do we work with it? What does it look like? 
you know, what's our journey. Now, I did have a little, I'm having a little problem with my printer. I actually have two printers, and both of them don't work. Um, it's got this big clump of paper jammed. <laughs> so I was unable to print the little sheet that I normally read you the degrees that the planets move in, right? Because that's what I do. I read this little sheet off of data, and I don't have that. So I'm going to give you the moons, and then I'm going to attempt to pull up the little sheet on my computer screen and read it from there. But, you know, it's that kind of day, so we'll see if it, we'll see if it actually works. So at any rate, the moons this week, you know, as we mentioned, we've got these shifts. We've got the air stationing to go retrograde. We have Venus going into Virgo. We have the sun going into Leo. We also have a full moon. That's a lot of energetic changes, right? Energetic changes, boom, boom, boom. So today we're in the moon in Scorpio. Venus just entered the finger of God. I'm sorry, Mars just entered the finger of God and set it off. It sets it off tonight and says this is where we're going. Scorpio moon is very passionate, and it goes void tomorrow at 12.30 uh, p.m. on the 19th, and then it is void Sunday afternoon from um, 12.30 to 5.08 when it goes into Sag. Monday the 19th, excuse me, the moon has a number of aspects. It's a very busy day. It's a Donald day in our, our parlance where you're going to be like, oh, we've got a lot to do. Venus moon is busy, and it's in a sign it doesn't particularly care for, but it's stimulating everybody. <laughs> so, you know, if you don't really like it and it comes along and stimulates you, you're kind of like smacking it. And you go, don't do that. Don't stimulate me like that. So then the moon goes into Sag um, on the 19th, uh, the, uh, Monday night, and then it's in Sag on the 20th, the 21st, and it goes void at um, 6.26 p.m., uh, in uh, uh, in Sag with a good closing aspect. It's got a nice little closing aspect of a trine to Venus in Leo. And then it goes into Capricorn at 6.36, just void for 10 minutes. And then uh, the moon is um, sextile Jupiter that day. And, and also Venus shifts into Virgo on uh, the 21st at 8.37. So when she goes into Virgo... Um, she's got this kind of forward motion energy where she's really figuring out stuff. And when she's in Virgo, the girl works hard. And we're going to watch her work hard until she goes into Libra, which happens on August 16th. So Venus in Virgo is a hard worker. And she likes to get stuff organized and done. It's a great time to make your lists, have your projects, do your things when she goes into Virgo on the 21st. Uh, the 21st, um, the, thir- the 20th has got, you know, kind of reasonable moon aspects, a little bit of a little bit of cranky, but not too bad in the evening on the 20th. And then the 21st, again, is a bustly busy day with the moon in Sag and then in Capricorn. Again, adjust- adjusting, but positive bustly busy, so not, not contentious. And then on the 22nd, the sun is going to go into... Leo at 10.20 in the morning, 10.26, and we're going to have a lot of energy, a lot of adjusting, arguing energy. That's going to be when Mars forms his closing finger of God to Pluto, um, and the finger of God completes. So the 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st, 22nd until 10.09 a.m., we have a finger of God. And what that means is, you know, we have these time periods in our lives which are a little more fated, F-A-T-E-D, than others, where we're supposed to make choices, make decisions, and kind of figure stuff out. So we're going to have that kind of activate um, 
this next few days over from the 18th to the 22nd. Then right behind that, we've had the moon, the sun entered Leo, his favorite sign, and then we have that full moon at 8 o'clock um, at 10.37 on the, uh, on the 23rd. And so the full moon in Aquarius, the moon goes into Aquarius at 8 o'clock at night, and the full moon's at 10.30. That's on Friday night. Uh, the, moon in, the moon in Capricorn goes void at 10.34 p.m. with a conjunction to Pluto. Again, an ending energy, letting go, finishing up, wrapping up. And we are going to have the sun in Leo with the moon in Capricorn. In other words, we cast a chart for when the sun goes into a sign, and that kind of gives us the theme. So the sun in Leo is creative and expansive, and I am, I am, I am, da-da, I create, this is mine. And the moon in Capricorn looks at the sun and goes, is it adequate? Is it valuable? Is it something we want? I don't know that we want that. And so this is an interesting energy. You know, I had a conversation with a friend of mine the other day, and we were talking about how creativity a lot of times lately, uh, you know, people create things, but it gets criticized, gets cannibalized, gets beaten up, gets eaten up. So there's a very strong energy of cannibalization, which I know sounds really weird. (laughs) Anne's talking about cannibals. But Eris is in Aries, which is a cannibal. Now, you know, no no offense to any cannibals in the audience, but um, when that guy that was in the Zuckerberg movie, social media, Arnie Hammer, when he got nailed for, you know, wanting to cannibalize, wanting to eat people, (laughs) it was Twitters. I mean, I don't know if he really wants to eat people, but he Twittered it or he tweeted it. It was a lot of Aries, right? So cannibals are Aries. You know, Aries eat anything. You know, they're meat eaters. Um, so, again, apologies to the areas of my own. You know, I've been getting a lot of emails from people going, you know, you said this about this. I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to do astrology. I'm not. There are cannibals. When I was a little kid, my grandfather, my father's father, was a police officer, and he would sneak us into the kitchen and he'd give us Ritz crackers with raw hamburger with a little salt and pepper. Drove my mother crazy. She did not want us eating raw hamburger. And he called them cannibals. And he'd say, okay, here comes the cannibal, and we'd have to eat the cracker really quick because my mother would catch him. And um, she went, Mark, no, (laughs) no giving the kids raw hamburger. But they were really good. And I have to say, you know, from time to time, I do buy raw hamburger and eat it. I was trained to be a cannibal at an early age. But so anyway, there's a cannibal energy up there in the sky, right? And so the energy of the cannibal is very active on the 22nd and the 23rd with Mars having this aspect and also this uh, kind of a hunting, a hunting energy. And the full moon has kind of a, an energy of really seeing things clearly. That's the 23rd, right? A lot of energy on the 23rd around seeing things and figuring stuff out. That will be another Donald Day this week, Monday and Friday, the 23rd, Donald Days. And then we also have um, the moon goes into Aquarius at 8 12 p.m. on Friday night, and it's in Aquarius on Saturday, and it's in Aquarius on Sunday, going void at 7.14 p.m. with an opposition to Mars. So moon opposed Mars, whatever happens on the weekend, you know, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, you don't ever have to do it again. You get to leave it behind. You get to say, you know, that was good, and I, I don't need to do that again. Nope, nope. Moon opposite Mars, it's done. You did it. 
you're letting it go, you're moving it off, you're doing new things. You know, uh, and then Moon is Void uh, Sunday night from 7.14 till 11.30 p.m. Um, and it then enters Pisces and it meets Jupiter. So the week is interesting because it has a lot of opportunity for us to figure stuff out. Mercury also is moving into an opposition to Pluto, and that will happen on Sunday afternoon around 4.15. Again, these are all East Coast times. So Mercury opposite Pluto is kind of like a handshake, you know, shaking hands and saying thanks. It was great. It was wonderful to do this. And now, we, now we're going to shift it up and change, and we can do different things going forward. So there's a lot of energy around adjusting and changing and shifting and ending and new beginnings because out of every ending we have a new beginning and in that capacity we're guided, we're encouraged, we're invited to trust that the things we're ending are really, it's really good for them to leave and the things that we're beginning, it's really good for them to come in. So it's a nice shifting kind of, I don't think it's going to be easy, but it's going to be uh, complete. You know, so, you know, you look ahead. I mean, I know I know what my calendar is next week. I'm burying my father on Friday. Now, he died, like, in August of 19. Oh, so it's, like, 23 months after he died. But my stepmother died in November of last year, 2020. And, um, obviously, we had COVID. And we aren't going to bury somebody in Rochester in the middle of winter because it's cold up there. Um, Rochester, New York. So we're burying them on Friday. So it'll be like saying, bye, Dad, you know, putting you in the ground. And back when he died, um, Peggy, my stepmother, had asked if people wanted to um, uh, part of him. (laughs) When you get cremated, they can divide you up and put you in parts, right? So my brother said he was taking a part, and I said, well, you know, I'll I'll take a part. Um, Peggy took a part. And um, two of the grandchildren took a part, the great-grandchildren. And, uh, and I sprinkled mine in down in Florida where, where their condo was. Had a little goodbye ceremony for him down there. My brother's bringing him back and burying him in the, in the ground next to my mother. I don't know what the other parts are doing with him. But at one point since he died, I talked to a medium, and she said to me, you know, your father says he's not where he's supposed to be. I'm like, I know. We scattered him all over the world, and most of him's in Vegas with Peggy. But he gets to come home and find a ground, find a grave. So we're, you know, so that's kind of an end of a chapter. Now, I haven't been to Rochester since 2008 when he sold the condo and we moved, you know, we kind of closed up the condo in Canandaigua. Um, So I'm going back, right? So I know my ending story, and I also know new beginning, you know, because it's always a bit ending is a new beginning. So you want to watch in your life what the ending and the new beginning is, because we're all having them, and that's okay. Um, it's not always easy, but it's, you know, it's clear. I guess that's the best way to say it. So we're going to be working with clear um, finishing energy that we're working with and helping see how it works. And we're going to see if I can get my little report here up so I can give you the degrees of things. It looks like it's going to actually work. Okay, cool. All right, so the sun this week, yay, raw computers, boo hiss printers that are broken. Um, The sun this week is 25 Cancer through 3 Leo. 
So we talked about the, you know, the cancer energy as the moon changes. So it's going to be Scorpio, it's going to be Sag, it's going to be Capricorn. And then the moon, the sun changes into Leo and it's going to have a moon in uh, Capricorn for that ingress, which is hard work, reliance, dependable, also ending things. Um, so the moon is got the closing aspects, uh, we you know the covered energy, the big a- not a lot of aspects for the sun this week in terms of figuring out stuff, but just going through that 25 into two Leo. Now remember when the sun goes into two Leo, it feels a little bolder, feels a little fancier, feels a little da 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 da. So that's you know the sun should be happy by the end of the week, even though the first part of the week it might be a little more emotional. Mercury this week flying along, going from 10 Cancer to 25 Cancer. <laughs> oh, look at Mercury, that little trickster going 15 degrees. It's like three degrees a day. So he is really busy. That's why it's going to feel like emotional communications, 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 a little here, a little there. You're kind of bouncing around as he zips along. Um, and he, you know, he has a number because he's in Cancer. He's going to change his moods every time the moon changes. So we're going to feel him shift from Scorpio into Sag into Capricorn into Aquarius through the end of the week. And, you know, his emotional, he's emotional, which he's not real thrilled with. But he also is, you know, he's okay with, um, he's okay with the Capricorn Mercury. He's very precise and down to earth. And he's okay with the Aquarius Mercury because there's a lot of energy around groups. Um, the Sag Mercury, he tends to get in a little trouble with his direct mouth. But he does run from 10 to 25. So he's basically triggering every planet in your chart from 10 to 25. His highlights this week are the trine to Neptune, which is on the 24th, which is Saturday. So that's kind of emotional. And his opposition to Pluto on the 25th, which is next Sunday. Um, Venus this week is going from 25 Leo to 2 Virgo. So she's at 25. She finished up her in-conjunct with Pluto uh, last night. The finger of God last night finished up with her. And then she's going forward. She does enter Virgo on the 22nd at 8.36 p.m. And then she'll be in Virgo until August. But when she goes into Virgo, she goes into the sign of her detriment. So she's not going to feel so gussied up anymore with the Leo. She's going to feel like, i got work to do. i got things to get accomplished. We do have her squaring Ceres, so there can be an argument or a fight uh, with her on Monday as she squares Ceres, you know, fighting with the mother energy or fighting with the authority. And Venus is also opposite Jupiter on the 22nd, again, an emotional day, um, kind of seeing things in a different perspective. Mars this week, not too busy, but he is forming that big old finger of God. Um, and so he forms the one leg of it with uh, Neptune on the t- 18th, and then he forms the other leg of it on the 22nd. He also has a trine to Eris, the goddess of discord. This is the part where I said, yeah, watch, watch, watch when he brings her into the fight. That happens on the 22nd. And he runs from 23 to 27 Leo. So he's in the Leo 23 to 7, 27 degrees. So once Mercury gets into that back half, he's going to kind of activate that, you know, um, with a little bit of an adjusting energy. Um, we have Eris stationing to go retrograde on July 21st, and she's stationing at 2447, and she will be retrograde until the Sag period of the year, which is December. And we also have nothing else, 
with the other asteroids. Jupiter's not doing anything. Um, Chiron has got a semi-square to Ceres, so you're not going to like what people are... Anybody trying to wash you around, you're not going to like. Um, and, of course, Vesta, who I missed, <laughs> going into Pisces, going into Libra. She's going into Libra. Vesta's going into Libra July 19th, which is a home beautification project. She's kind of looking to paint it, make it a little pretty, plant some flowers, gussy it up a little. And she'll be in Libra for a while. And, of course, I didn't notice that she was shifting, so I don't know when she's done uh, leaving Libra and going into Scorpio. But, you know, she shifts. So hopefully that's how you can work with the week in a productive, helpful way. And um, life is good. Have a wonderful, wonderful August coming soon. The beginning of it as sun goes into Leo. Haha, we're entering Leo. We're about to make the dramatic entrance into the sign's exaltation. Uh, fabulous, fabulous rulership. She loves being in Leo. And uh, Mars making lots of choices this week. So watch the contention with the heiress stationing, forming a T-square with the sun and Pluto. But you knew it was coming anyway, right? So when it happens, you're not going to be surprised. You're just going to be, yep, yep, knew that was happening. So hopefully that's a good way to work with the energy of the week. And have a great July 18th.